0: Come again Oh, my goodness gracious. That song just does it for me. It gets me going like a thick line of cocaine. Shawnee, my friend, how you doing? This is Andrew Fiore, the Cool Breeze. And everybody, this is the DYM podcast. I just wanted to uh, throw that in there at the top because it gets me revved up, that song. The DYM pod song. What and a That jam- song.
1: If that song could be on the billboard charts, it would be number one with a bullet. That, song, that, that would be <laughs> right to the top of the charts, that song. Even though we've had some some hate on it over Twitter, back and forth, people are, people are divided in DYM Nation about the song. It's becoming a real thing here.
0: If You're not a true dimwit if you don't love that jam.
1: Absolutely. I'll say that
0: right here now. Uh, absolutely. Don't come to the shows. Don't talk to me. Sean, you uh, might have a different opinion, but I don't know. I don't know where the split is coming from.
1: <laughs> you can talk to me. Just That's just because I'm very insecure, and I, I want people <laughs> to like me. Um, Andy, uh, how are you, my friend? How's it going? Very
0: good. Very good. Nice to see you. Cool. Nice to hear uh, you.
1: Andy uh, had a nice little trip this weekend, I believe. Uh, why don't you tell the people what you did? It seems exciting. Oh,
0: got away from it all, as they say. Beautiful <laughs> Mount Airy Lodge. all you have to
1: bring is your love of everything that's a good uh reference of our age that's a that's the thing we're like that's a thing that people younger than us aren't going to know like generational wise yeah absolutely all
0: you have to (laughs) bring
1: is your love love of everything everything. beautiful Beautiful mountain mountain. mountain. very large
0: that's also maybe a northeastern thing too i might not even be that's actually definitely a, a geographical thing
1: i'll even go as far to say it's a fucking tri-state area thing like <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. you get to new england they're like we don't know what mount Airy lodge is you're too far south there so basically um, mount
0: Airy lodge was a commercial that ran non-stop on cable tv but it was also you know a vacation resort kind of getaway but uh you know the the, the, the bougie rich people were not going there it not was not going to mount Airy lodge
1: no. yeah you would you like I don't know for sure I've never been to Manary Lodge but there was probably a heart-shaped jacuzzi and some of the rooms yeah
0: yeah there was the a uh, lot of themed rooms I would guess you know a caveman room
1: I somebody sent me a clip of like a uh like all these old commercials and one of them that floored me that I never uh that I forgot existed was and I'm just gonna say that you're gonna finish it off I'm gonna say it you' ready Andy all right oh, I love these You ready? And in the center of it all, it's the Milton Plaza. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is it Milton Plaza? I think I thought it was Hilton Plaza, but I think it is Milton, Milton Plaza. Plaza. Yeah, yeah, it's Milton yeah, yeah. Plaza, which also, man, oh man, was Milton like the redheaded stepchild of the hotel family? Like, you had Hilton and you had Milton. <laughs> was that the neighbors of the Hilton's? Was that the, was, that, was that the neighbors of the Hilton's? And they saw the Hilton's doing so great and they were just like, right, right, right. right, right. <laughs> like, we're, we're opening the Milton Plaza, okay? We're doing oh, it man. as a family. That's- That larger song, though, he's got
0: the lullaby of Broadway. I think that the hotel is still there because I went by it a couple years ago. Maybe it's not there to this day, but I remember going by it and singing the song immediately being like, hey, it's the lullaby of Broadway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was like like. Uh, that almost, it almost floored me. It's one of those things where i like, now that I tell you in my old age, I'm almost crying when I <laughs> certain nostalgic <laughs> commercials or TV shows or songs that that floored me. Like I was like, I haven't thought of that commercial in 25, 30 years. Same Easy. here. Same here. Yeah. yeah. But those little
0: kid things that you just see and hear every day get stuck in your head, and they never leave. That they're the earworms. They're, they're part of you.
1: Earworms. It's like we talked about before where it's like you, I know – I mentioned this to somebody the other day. Oh, I think when I was going – we were talking about phone numbers and they're like, oh, yeah, like remembering yep. phone numbers is hard. I'm like remembering phone numbers is not hard when we had to do it. That's why right. I still know all the childhood numbers. I think we've even mentioned this in the show before. I know yeah. all my friends' numbers to this day. I know their parents' houses' numbers, and some of them Absolutely. still live in the same houses.
0: You know. Steve Brown two six seven four eight four eight. Yeah, please yeah. don't call them because I'm not. That might still be their number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so speaking of Mount Airy Lodge and the Brown family, Brown, my best friend, he's my oldest friend. We went to preschool together, and we're still best buddies to this day, over forty years. He convinced me that when he went, his family actually went to Mount Airy Lodge, and he goes, "There's a shooting range there," and I, I got to shoot a machine gun, and I, and you know, in your little kid naivety, I was like,
1: "What?" you shot out like a fucking Mac 10. <laughs> I, I would have believed it. that in a second. I tell you, he, I was the hook line and sinker. Yep. And then did you bring now that probably happened? Time has gone by. And then later on, you just, did you just get a moment to call him out to be like, remember when you told me you shot a machine gun at Mount Airy <laughs> lodge. I don't know if I ever brought it up with him again, but I oh. definitely
0: remember being in high school and seeing the commercial again and being like, yeah, not only do I don't see a gun range anywhere on this commercial, there's no way they would have let a child hold or fire or even have at the gun range a yeah. machine gun.
1: What is this, Cambodia?
0: Yeah. you <laughs> training for the Taliban over here? Jesus yeah, exactly. Christ. Is Mount Airy Lodge an incel?
1: Yeah. Also, or what is this? The middle of this country? Like what? Is-
0: yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, instead of the PLA, it's the MLA. M L A. But yeah, he. But Brown also doesn't remember things. It's one of those things where until somebody tells you about it, you like I have things that I don't remember. But then somebody goes, "Yeah, no, I remember in grade school when you uh, shit your pants in front of Mrs. Dotto, and you're like." Oh right, I had completely blocked that out of my memory. I remember watching, you know, I guess second or third grade. However, tall you are, average height of a second grader mm-hmm. is, is probably about four foot three. Yeah, four I'll, foot. I'll tell you what it is. It's it's face to doorknob ratio height. <laughs> because I remember, it's remember everybody's line up. Everybody line up, and we all, you'd all run over, and whoever got to line up uh, front was always. You know, considered the coolest, yes. and then you'd also, as a little addendum, you'd also go, yeah, well, first is the worst, second is the best, actually, <laughs> and then obviously, third and, is the one, with the
1: Chest. That's absolutely true. That's that's or and codified. or treasure chest and or treasure
0: chest. <laughs> um, so Brown got to line up first in line, uh, going to recess one afternoon, and as we were taking a left to go out of our hallway to go into our playground, a teacher from one of the uh other classrooms just happened to like randomly swing the door open and
1: just mike tyson ko'd brown in the face with the door i know the, that's always the the you always remember those too. those like brutal brutal injuries from when you're a kid but and you're I so remember. you're so rubber as a kid it, it barely
0: does anything well I mean, it's it stuff that for the count i remember him screaming his head off that's why it stuck out in my head so much oh i was like Dude, you don't remember getting fucking KO'd by that doorknob? He's like, I have no recollection of it. I'm like, maybe you got a concussion then. because He probably did.
1: It probably <laughs> knocked it knocked that memory right out of his head the minute it happened. Memory happens, it's out of his brain.
0: <laughs> well, then sure. he jogged. The point of the story, he jogged one for me was that uh, we used to, you know, I went to Catholic grade school. So there was a church uh, like two blocks away. And sometimes we'd walk over there, you know, fill in your own blanks here. But yeah. also, no, you know,
1: some memories aren't supposed to be brought up, Andy. I to think- <laughs> Maybe some things are kept. Is this going to be a spotlight situation? <laughs>
0: yeah. No, but again, line up. You walk in two by two. Got to go across the street. So everybody's very careful. And I was a daydreamer, Shawnee. I was in my own world. I'm just staring at. I still do this. I still I was just walking, staring at the kids feet in front of me, just following blindly. And I looked up. I walked right face first into a fucking parking meter.
1: Ooh, ooh. It was
0: like 4th or 5th grade where I was just oh, the perfect night.
1: I've done that. Cool. I've done that with street signs. I've I have i have done that. I think, oh my god, dude. It is it's such an element of, element of surprise injury where you're yeah. like, because also like your ego is being hurt at the same time your head is being busted wide open. You know what I'm saying? Like you're it's like, embarrassing. I, it's not just a regular injury where you're like, hey, it can happen to anybody. You, you feel like a dummy, even though most people I think have walked into something at some point. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. nobody wants to. It's like the the, the unspoken injury where they're like, yeah, let's not talk about it. But everybody, especially now with our phones, like that's when you when oh, you're a sure. kid. You're distracted with your phones. You're, you're just walking into whatever. I've almost, I've almost gotten like, like hit by a buses and stuff like that. Like I to the point where I put my phone in my back pocket if I'm like thinking I'm gonna die. You know,
0: I walk into door frames like I totally yeah. sober. Just I'm too big,
1: dude. I walked into, I ran, I, I walked into a one of those screen doors. I was like on vacation and I wasn't paying <laughs> attention. I just like and like an idiot kid. Yeah, I just ran. They they are. It was, it was very, it was kind of faint because in my head, I'm like, as I'm telling this right now, I'm thinking, how did I do that? You can see those things, but then I'm like, in the no, I, I'm with you. yeah. I ran right into it and just scrapped the door and just it like came off the hinges, you know, that kind of or off the yeah. track or whatever. <laughs> and I completely fucked myself up. One time, I don't know if I talked about this. I had used to have a Mongoose uh, BMX bike. Oh, classic. Uh, now that, We're really mongoose. Now. I think it was called M1, I believe the name of the bike was, which mm-hmm. sounds important, but means I was, nothing. I, and uh, my parents never let me get one. I was always jealous. What a BMX bike or a mongoose?
0: Yeah, no BMI, any kind of like cool BMX street bikes. I was never really, yeah, with the mag wheels and everything. Oh, I was so jealous of those kids.
1: Get out of here! You were, what? What kind of bike did you have?
0: Whatever used piece of shit my dad bought. <laughs>
1: So you said, your, dad, your, dad, your, dad, your dad was born in, like, the 20s, so it's like a yeah. tandem bicycle. You just yeah. have, like, Mr. Burns' bicycle from the Exactly. Well, the front <laughs> wheel was uh, <laughs>
0: 10 times bigger than the back wheel, and I couldn't even get on. <laughs> yeah. You're the bike from a deck of cards? <laughs> yes. it was. I, I rode a penny farthing as a child.
1: <laughs> the kind of back, the bike where you legally have to wear a top hat while riding it? Right. <laughs> your, all your friends are on like their dinos and their they're, and their 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 uh mongers you and go. you show up they go good good morrow to you, <laughs> fine gentleman.
0: You Andy do a papa wheelie. I go, I literally can't or I'll die. I'll crush my skull.
1: <laughs> a Papa Wheelie? did you guys call it? Yeah, do a Papa Wheelie. Yeah. Uh yeah. Call it on a one one on Papa wheelie. Papa Wheelie. Yeah. Papa Wheelie. Yeah, absolutely. You show up just dressed to the nines in like a yeah. blinking clothes just on one of these bikes. <laughs> <you go>. just- <laughs> Would anybody like a ride to Forest Theater tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody have a, a switch of tin so I can fix the rim of my bicycle? Pardon me, lads. Anyone <laughs> have any extra snuff? It seems I've dropped my Brill Cream. Anybody have any extra? (laughs) Brill Cream is actually later, but yeah. That's funny. That's so funny. Andy. What'd
0: you say? I wouldn't be caught dead in (laughs) BAMON.
1: Andy and his old-timey bicycle. Now I want (laughs) – I so want somebody in D Y. Do we have any artists in DYM DYM Nation Drops any dimwits out there that you can just draw the a quick thing of Andy on his like old time giant front wheel tiny back wheel bicycle I think that's um, what they're called penny farthings they are they are because yeah, yeah. And the only reason I know that is because there's a bar called the penny farthing exactly. and that's like the logo for the bar yeah yeah mm. well I don't that, know how did, how did you get on those things um I, I, you, I think you could, you had to like, I think you had to climb up it. Like think about it this yeah. way. It was almost like you had harrowing. It's like, it's like unicycle rules where like you had, right. You have to like, you it's really also it's from so long ago. It's like, they didn't care about stuff being dangerous. You know, it right. was like, right. it was like the bikes of the Wright brothers. Would you, you're going to hand me down from the Wright brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I take, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, they might have gone to high school together for all we you know, the right.
1: <laughs> and he shows and he leaves his group of friends. He goes off to do a bit of alchemy. Have a good day, <laughs> gentlemen.
0: My dad had the first of everything. <laughs> this is the first bicycle. Oh, my Lord. It's the yeah, prototype know, yeah. for bicycles? Had, He never bought used. Car. We never bought new cars. We always had used all transportation was used, used cars, used bicycles. It was all hand me down shit that we, get, we had to spend money on and probably rightly so because little kid well, I mean, we left it out in the rain you tr- trash it it's probably mm-hmm. the, the economical thing way to think because yeah if they were getting run over by cars and he's not, yeah he's makes sense hard-earned cash
1: we, on that we i just didn't have any hand-me-down bikes so i got that bike when i was in like second grade yeah but that's the only bike that i my sister when she was older had when mountain bikes came into um yeah yeah, yeah. style she had a mountain bike. Early, and I, remember, I remember it was like green and pink or something. But I, Trek. trek yeah, oh no, it wasn't. A, it definitely best. wasn't a Trek. Trek was like Trek that and was, Cannondale yeah. was like the expensive yeah, yeah. ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, we we the only bike I think I ever had was the BMX, and then I just I guess I skateboarded later on or whatever it was. Yeah, so I would go get skateboards. But yeah, I, hand me down. We had we had used cars for a long time. Uh, but we we would go back and forth because the first new car we had was a Dodge Aries in like 84. And it was like, <laughs> my, I remember us waiting, my dad calling and saying I'm on my way home and pulling him pulling around. My dad was a big guy and the Dodge Aries is not yeah. a big car. So he's just yeah. like hanging out of his Dodge Aries, pulling around freaking Post Street in East Meadow, New York, just flying around. <laughs> We're all like, yeah, brand new car. And then never
0: uh, I've never yeah. had one.
1: Never! Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm my sure. personally,
0: I mean, my parents have, but I've never myself bought a new car.
1: Wow. I think it's coming
0: soon. I think, like Dad, I, I'm I'm too big. I'm this goddamn Hyundai Sonata. You're in with me. I'm too big. Yeah. I'm, I got my uh I got my hands out. Uh, if I could somehow sit in the middle, that would be perfect for me. But, you would be a great Jeep guy. You should have a Jeep, but had not a, a Jeep CJ7 when I was in high school. Not a Wrangler
1: like a jeep cherokee i think would be great for you or like a um explorer like a back-in-the-day explorer that's what right. mean, i had i had a
0: 97 explorer oh that's right
1: you told me that my yeah. favorite car
0: of all time my favorite car of all time i've gotten very excited about the new explorers but i think they're just too big for the city so i'm gonna get maybe a uh, like a, a mini suv but i need an suv uh, i know i'm sorry about the environment but i'd rather look cool
1: everybody SUV. has them um yeah I'll talk to you about it after, but you should get the one my sister. Has. She's like a ma- the, Maz- the Mazda, the Mazda CX five.
0: That's the one I actually have my eye on. Yeah, you go, buddy. Same model, but yes. Yeah, <laughs> well, sorry for such a big digression. I went upstate. Sorry, with my, yeah. Uh, Villanova College boys. We went to Woodstock slash uh, Saugerties area. Lovely part, very hippy dippy part. of You know, it's Woodstock, and they are uh, really holding on to a lot of that mentality. It's still very oh. granola, and. uh, you know, we're it's all like, it's like committed. it's
1: like Roswell with aliens. But pro hippies, <laughs> exactly. So great time.
0: Uh, the corn, the legend of Beave and Andy Cornhole lives on undefeated. Shawnee, can you believe this streak?
1: Too I mean, bad you can't go pro with this thing, dude. Oh, they so, probably have pro Cornhole.
0: Oh, they absolutely do. I've watched it on ESPN.
1: <laughs> <laughs> dude, why C- can you can you do this also? Can you try to qualify for Like a match Uh, or
0: something? Well, here's the thing. If you watch the professional cornhole on ESPN, you realize your level of good is playing your drunk college friends good. And okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Like, okay. These
0: guys do not miss the the cornhole. Like, wow, you know, me and Beaver consistent and we get we win. But these guys are airmailing shot. Like it's almost nothing but netters the whole time. Oh my (laughs) god. Four in a row. Yeah, it's on a different level. And so I was actually, we had this conversation at Woodstock. We were like, Yo, what do those uh professional guys make? And we looked it up, it was like five to twenty-five like grand a year. Yeah,
1: no, it's uh, they're doing it for fun, probably.
0: I don't think Beeves leaving his wife and kids at home to go on the, <laughs> corn, the pro cornhole
1: circuit. And isn't he like in finance or something? Like he does something he like financial advisor, beaves. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, Hey, I'm gonna go from JP Morgan to Cornhole <laughs> sponsored
0: by Johnsonville Brats. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna hit the road. I'm gonna be on the road for forty-eight weeks a year. Just so, I can make 10 grand for cornhole. I just love the sport so much. <laughs> no, those, it's, it's, there's it's so many things like that. I feel like there's so many of those games that have come out lately. Because like, you have cornhole, you have can jam, and then that spike ball game. It's like all these, like, yeah. like, like, um, like frat guy, or not even frat guy, like drunk party games backyard that games, people yeah. got very, very, games, you know? very, backyard very serious games. about. Yeah, backyard games. Yeah. yeah beach so games, though.
0: They really are fun. It's fun. Cornhole is really, really fun. You have a couple beers, you have a couple cocktails, some good buddies, some barbecue. I mean that's we Saturday night we just sat outside. We we're uh we grilled some steak sandwiches for everybody, and we we're just mowing down cornhole opponents one after one. And I was never happier in my
1: entire life. <laughs> <laughs> it feels good like you just become a giant asshole with your friends. Like you just be like you walk if mean, you walk in like Apollo Creed and Rocky Four, like you just have a you have a it, song, you're in an American flag outfit.
0: It's a shit-talking group to begin with, you know.
1: Oh, that's, that's why great. It's, it's a very seamless transition from
0: comedy to my Villanova friends because it's just ball-breaking nonstop. So it's, it's a very easy transition. It's not like you're really getting away from the ball-breaking of comedy. In many right. ways, it's even worse because these are the guys who really know you well and have seen you do everything in your entire life. So right, they can really right. cut deep sometimes, you know.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah, <laughs> when, they, when they know too much about you and they're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why you couldn't get it up that time with or Never some yet. just some random thing. That's why you stole that money from your uncle. It's Like, wait, what the if fuck? You, hey, man, <laughs> it was a one-on-oneer. <laughs> we talked about that. <laughs> um, no, but that's yeah, great. great. And then weekend. so,
0: yeah, beautiful weather. And uh, I'll tell you this much: we went for a big hike on Saturday, and uh, we might have overshot how hard and in what's the word i'm looking for i guess the height of the mountain because we were all dead afterwards but on the way back down the mountain my buddy mcginnis is in like the front of the you know the group and he all of a sudden hits the moon and there was just a big old rattlesnake in the middle of the trail yeah i'm talking like yeah and we got warned by the uh park ranger yeah. Before we went up there, he goes, Now, guys, we about uh ten or so different kinds of snakes up here. There's about ninety snakes we are unaccounted for. And I'm in my head, I'm going, you're a Euro for ninety here? Wait, you mean they didn't have track you know, any snakes? One? Yeah, I guess they try and track them to, you know, for safety, obviously.
1: But don't snakes like like procreate like super quick and they can make a bunch of snakes and
0: the guy didn't seem very good at his job, I'll tell you. <laughs> he was just like yeah keep your eyes open because there's a lot we haven't accounted for and i want to go back well we found one because this homeboy what like exactly what you see like a rattlesnake you know just sunning himself in the middle of the trail and dude mcginnis hit the fucking moon he was the first to see it just went yay! and we all just fucking. so what
1: what do you wait was it looking at you guys was it cocked already
0: oh yeah he was i mean he we didn't hear him like rattle or anything but like we just kept at least 20 feet away and just went way wide around oh him. my at god at one point i picked up a little bit of jog i go i'm getting the fuck out of here
1: yeah fuck that well also they're they're fast but i don't think they it w- it would have came after you if you were that far away
0: no not that far away that's why we made i mean trust me we made sure we were very Shh. we go leave him be nope nobody throw a pebble or nothing don't stir uh, the pot
1: what kind of ground was that? Was it blending in with the grass or with the like dirt? Woods, it was like
0: woods, well, like a woodsy trail. You know, you have oh a trail in the middle God. of the woods. And you, we saw, you see snake holes the whole way and you're scared. You're like, what if one of them pops out and bites my dick? You know, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So a little bit of an adventure. Really got the blood pumping there. We got back and whew, ready to go. Ready to conquer Saturday night. Then we went out downtown Saugerties, had a nice big meal. Out in uh, downtown area, lovely part of the country. So, the great <laughs> weekend, no shows. Just well,
1: we had a brilliant. lovely little party for Grace. Lovely little party for Grace,
0: and uh, yeah, it was really fun. And uh, and then I got uh, home to some some good personal news. I got a, a big promotion at the old Sirius XM. Hey! Yeah. So what, I'm in charge the, of a few things. What are you in charge of now? uh i'm charge of another another channel the laugh usa channel and i'm now programming that so i I run a few things now and a little program director so that was nice news to come home to on a monday which i thought was kind of weird but it was nice to have that piece of good news because i was so mentally drained from the weekend yeah and i on monday i was just
1: like oh thanks yeah. Congratulations. Look at this. Nice. Go, go, uh, facing death and then uh, just a great, yeah. great, um, uh, 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 what you call it? A great, great news to come home to. That's fantastic. Yeah, so
0: That's nice. So I'm ready to put in the hard work. I'm going to buckle down and uh, we'll, you know, hopefully I won't let anybody. Hopefully I won't let anybody down. No
1: what is that well that was kind of a that was a strange thing to say what do you mean I just thought about be... all the
0: impending work i have to do and i'm like oh that is a lot
1: <laughs> you're, you're like i don't know where you're like you know what maybe we should cut this short because i really have to get back to serious so I got stuff.
0: Two emails i got to get to here
1: <laughs> hey andy is it safe to say you're going to treat the job serious
0: yes yeah. uh, oh see you i didn't i didn't i didn't do it good enough i was i was i was trying for it. yes like Two, it was um, a double, a double pun, um, But uh, yeah, man. So great weekend. Uh, so unfortunately, I did not get to my homework assignment of to die for. That's quite uh, all right. You know, I was away, but I will watch it for next week. And okay. um, I did watch a little one thing, a little on TV. But we should mention also, uh, I know we're both big fans. And I think I made you an even bigger fan of this gentleman.
1: R.I.P. Ned Beatty. Yes, you did, and you did because of one particular movie, which is oh, Network, which is in your top five. It's not. Yeah. It's not your favorite movie. It's not, it's no, uh, no I don't sure. know if it's your favorite. Yeah, you no, know, I know what your favorite movie is. So you, you know that
0: must atone. I mean,
1: Whew. It, I rewatched yeah. it on YouTube after. Yeah, R.I.P. Ned Beatty. Just a great cat. Like one of these character actors that you did when they referred to him as a character actor when he died. I was like, "What are you talking about?" Like, but then if you really think about it, he is. Right. But he's he was so well-known and so well-liked and so good at his job. It's like, no, nah, he was like, a, and then you're like, oh, no, he didn't really star in anything. He was like a character actor for the most part. And he, um, if I had to guess, I don't know much about him. I'm sure he was like a, a working actor. Like he was like, took because obviously you just watch you watch that monologue. It's like it's unbelievable how good
0: unbelievable. he is. Yeah.
1: I don't know. He should have been nominated for that. I think he was. I think he was. Um, Also, uh, he should have been nominated for playing Dean Martin in Back to School. Just range, just complete range on this guy. Totally. I never put was his name Dean Martin. His name is Dean Martin.
0: Yeah. Uh, I never put that joke together before. (laughs) How funny is that?
1: It's super funny.
0: Shawnee, I think you're giving it your chords a little there, buddy. Um, All
1: right, let me. uh, I'm gonna try to plug back in. Hold on a second.
0: I'm going to pick up the slack here. I think that's the same shitty shit How about my now? cable. I ha- remember the first cable cord I had. Now you're good. I think you bought the same one and it eventually goes.
1: Well, I had this one. Oh, shit. Really? Oh, I is it the one. Does it have a red light thing on it? Like a like a. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it is. Okay. that must be what it is then. Well, send me which one you got then. This is
0: yeah, I got a nice one. Now I bought it from uh, H&H. Hey, I'm Nolan Sykes, a host of Past Gas, the number one automotive podcast in the world. Every week, my co hosts, James Pumphrey, Joe Weber, and I bring you some of our favorite stories from the hallowed halls of car history. From the amazing to the weird to the utterly unforgettable moments, we cover it all. Join us as we take a look at the wild stories and larger than life characters behind legendary cars and car makers. So if you love cars or just like a good story, check out Past Gas by Donut Media, the number one automotive podcast in the world. Or
1: being so H and H would be a bagel place. That doesn't seem possible. <laughs> like a bagel uh place. what you're So wait, so what did you actually watch? Did you watch a Ned Beatty thing because of him I didn't away? watch
0: anything Ned Beatty, but uh I was just kind of uh so I've never watched this before. I never watched Ballers, the entourage of football. Yeah,
1: neither have I. Yeah. It's fun. It's, it's uh, like- just, uh,
0: five seasons. Yeah, I love football and I, I love sports and It's super quick. They're half hour episodes. And The Rock is a great actor. He's really good. He's good. good. He's entertaining. He is good. He's good. He's good at what he does. And uh, Rob Corgi plays a great role in it. Yeah, it's football entourage. It's the exact same people. It's Berg and Wahlberg. Uh, Oh,
1: Ned Beatty was nominated for Network and Deliverance. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Buster Palm. Uh, He was also nominated for playing Buster Palm in the Mike Suarez um, uh, biopic.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Bio-Dick.
1: Bio-Dick. Yeah. uh, So that makes total sense that, yeah, he was like, that's why it's like, yeah, he was a character actor. But he achieved, like, this level of, like, just fame that kind of, you wonder, at that point, are you still a character actor when you're getting nominated for Oscars? It's almost a leading man, but, you know, it's a good question.
0: It's one of those unfortunate things, though, where you are kind of
1: remembered for one specific thing i you know i know, I know that kind of sucks you like a pig that's yeah. why i'm glad to be honest i haven't seen anybody post that or any reference to it that's and nice. i'm pretty excited that's not that that, that hasn't happened yeah. it's because it's like come on man let the guy be <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Red, Red. let this fucking guy be what a creepy scene um but it's as far so as the, as far as the rock goes i think like we talked about it once before i was like yeah man like guys from WWE it would make sense for them to be good actors like they're acting in the ring cuz John Cena is also good like he's talented like he's he's, yeah. he's he's funny and when he's supposed to be funny but I think we always think of wrestlers as bad actors because in the back of the day we had Hulk Hogan yes. and Mr. I mean, Nanny trash. and all these shitty movies yeah. but The Rock is like nope, I'm going to be an action star and I'm way more talented than that you know so right. it kind of worked out right. you know? So no, is he, he good is he was a sports a sports agency thing right
0: yeah, essentially sports finance, and then it. I'm I'm winding it down. I've I've flown through five seasons, and I'm gonna be a little disappointed because it's just pure um, like guilty pleasure watching it.
1: Yeah, it's like, yeah, fun.
0: You know, that's no what they used to say about
1: to Entourage. They were like, it's the sex in the city for guys or something. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the yeah. same
0: as it's it's uh, uh what's that? Peter Berg, Alec mm-hmm.
1: Berg, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> the editor said
0: the... to uh, yeah, Mark. Well, it's, it's the entourage producers and everything, and it's based on real-life people, but it's fun. It's fun. But,
1: yeah, I didn't get to time for it, Sean, because I'm watching the fucking hockey playoffs every night. They're so exciting and great. And uh, Oh, I was going to actually text you about that because I figured, uh, I don't know if you're bummed out about watching the Islanders. Well, they lost last night to my great, great
0: happiness, uh, but here's what I wanted to bring up to you because there's a guy on the Islanders called Brock Nelson, and every time I hear the name, their announcer's name is say his name i just go in my head i go i'm nelson
1: <laughs> i don't know who you are brock nelson who are you brock nelson i'm nelson <laughs> i'm nelson top 5 line so uh, dude i i was also um i watched some tv as well i blew through uh and it kind of pertains to what we do in life. Uh, I I I blew through the first season of a show called Hacks, which has Me too. Oh, you did watch it. Okay. I was wondering yeah, if you I watched it. I brought it. it up
0: last week. Maybe i maybe I forgot. But
1: you yeah, might you might have. You did to be honest, because I brought it up, I go, what's it about like stand-ups? And you're like, Yeah, <laughs> it is. And I was like, Oh, I thought it would have been because it's the- essentially
0: Joan Rivers, you know, basically yes, a yes. character modeled after Joan Rivers and a young kind of comedy writer who gets canceled for a tweet. And
1: I'll tell you in a world, I love movie. It. Yeah, I like it. A, I like I love it. I think it's great. I, we, yeah, me and I Megan Jean watched the, we watched the whole entire season, like in one day. Yeah, um, so Gene Smart's awesome. And you just, you know, had new appreciation for her. Not that I didn't like her, but off of Mare of Town, it's like she's so good, you know. Yeah. Um. But what I wanted to say is in we've talked about this before on the show, I'm pretty sure. They never get stand up right in movies or TV ever. It's like the only, like punchline got close, but they them having lockers. We talked about that. They have lockers in the comedy club, um, and a couple other things about that movie. They missed the mark. This kind of gets it, it's not right? the yet, yeah, it's not there yet. It's not there yet, but it's like it just doesn't like. I think because it's actors, they have a hard time making it feel authentic. Yeah. Well, and also. Because- I think they want
0: to push some sort of narrative that, like, uh, comedian. We we go back and forth in punchlines. Like sometimes, you know, like the yeah. scene where she eventually gets hired. It's because yeah. she's this witty repertoire repartee between them. It's like we don't talk like that. We, we if anything is, we just go fuck you. You're a cunt.
1: You know, yeah, right. You. Or
0: show, and in, in that scene you're talking not, about it's not you. setups and punchlines at all times. Uh, that's how comics talk to each other you know the young
1: writer in the show tells her hey i got canceled on twitter because of this tweet and she tells her the joke and she goes that's just a bad joke and then after hey. they yell at each other for a bit she leaves and she chases her down with a car but you're supposed to think she's like uh, be, uh you know being violent but she stops and goes and then gives a, a, a what she thinks He's is like a better joke no, yeah yeah and it's like that's silly no comic would give a shit enough to, <laughs> hey, like i just, just like, text it to you <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah i'll just text it to you. exactly so there's things like that but i get it because it's still tv so you can't just have that would the, be the, my one complaint because it was fun yeah and also there's 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 a, a scene where uh, to be honest i didn't even hate this scene it's a tad bit corny it's where she there's a guy i think it's played it's played by an la comic and I, I forget the guy's name but he's part of that whole like i think he's part of that like andrew santino adam ray. It's adam, ray. adam ray adam ray adam ray i don't I know him my talking. I might have met him once this guy but yeah. Played a very good version of like the broy y douchey comic. That's the other thing. Most guys that I know, stand-up-wise, so she sh- shows up to an, uh, the Sacramento Club, the Ha-Ha-Hole, you know, they're show using these same names and yeah. these TV shows. She shows up, he comes in, and he's an asshole right away. I would say nine and a half times out of ten, that wouldn't happen. No. Like with, with most comics, especially a guy working in the club like that, They especially if she's as revered as she's meant to be on the show, it's like, and if she's supposed to be Joan Rivers. If she's supposed, that doesn't that didn't happen to Joan Rivers. I, I, if it did, it might have. But more, I think, on like executive side, whatever it is. So there's a scene where he's being an asshole. She gets called out by the writer, the young writer, for not sticking up for women back in the day when she was getting sexually harassed on a daily basis, which happens was a little woke. like crazy. Yeah, it, was it was very it was woke. very woke, but that shit happens. Like people guys say Of course, this comic's beautiful, the next beautiful lady. I've yeah, seen yeah. I've the seen guys the past lady ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking awful, awful. And it and it really is. Like, like guys yeah. don't have to put up with that shit. That I get. And I sure. also get why they did what they did. In the show, because they needed like a big moment in the show, which that what they did was he she witnesses him like talk about this girl's tits to this girl in the back, uh, uh, backstage, and the girl's like upset. So she takes it upon herself after he brings her up to have a little bit back and forth with him and then just call him out for being a complete scumbag and then offers him 1.9 million dollars to stop 1. stepping on his face. 1.69, yeah. So my that thing is been, this. Yeah. Which I my, also would have
0: taken in a heartbeat.
1: I totally would have, one hundred percent. But I would have felt like shit about it. I would have. I still would have done it. It's, especially at this point in my career, I'd be like, "Yeah, I'll I, give me give me sixty nine bucks. Just give me sixty nine <laughs> bucks. Just give me cab fare back to my house. I'll I'm done." Anyway, so uh, so he accepts it, and then it, it's a great dramatic moment for a show. But my first inclination was to go, "Okay, this is corny," but. It was yeah. actually – the more I thought about it, it grew on me, and I liked the scene. It was like – at least it was kind of – because there's a great part where he takes – the he shakes your hand. She goes, I'm going to have my lawyers write this up. It's happening, and I can't yeah. get rid of all of you, but I can get rid of this fucker right here. And then he shakes the hand, and I was like, I hope they do this line. And she goes, now get the fuck off my stage. That's great. That's badass. Yeah. That actually – that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Like So that I liked about the show. But, but at first I was like, oh, God, here we go. And then I was like, no, this is actually pretty cool. Um yeah, it, it had its corny moments, but again, it's yeah. the first season it's, of a show. Yeah. And yeah. I enjoyed it. I
0: enjoyed it all the way through, man. I really did.
1: Because one of the things is even though they do scenes like that, they also call out how phony and how disingenuous the writer is and how she only cares about – like somebody who's been in it for a while writes her character because they talked about how she was shitty to her friends unless they were helping her out with her career and stuff like that. So they have both sides of this thing going on. They're making fun of being canceled. They're making fun of this. They're going from both angles. That's what makes it so great.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a lot of good inside baseball stuff. I like
1: Really it. good inside like yeah, like for real inside baseball. Yeah, exactly. But I watched the whole season of it in like a day and yep. I enjoyed it. Like I I like I haven't had that happen in a while where I'm like I wanted to keep going with the show like that, you know? Yeah.
0: I was watching it all in uh Pittsburgh last week when I was with, out there with Danny Soder. I forgot to tell you guys this last week. Uh it was after either the might have been after the Late show on Saturday uh, that I got off soders on stage and I went to the back. I'm having a beer. It's my birthday. And I'm now finally done with my shows for the weekend so I can have a few cocktails and kick back and relax. And I'm sitting at like the very back table, which like the only table that really wasn't that didn't have any, you know, audience members on it. And uh this super cute girl comes over to me. and She's like, oh, my God, you were so funny. Can I take a picture with you? And I'm like, yeah, of course. <sighs> Yes. And sits down at my table, like gets right real close. She's like tattooed, uh, oh, really fucking brunette. Cute. Yeah. yeah, she was the, the Pittsburgh Natalie Cuomo. I called her. <laughs> <And> <laughs> <laughs> she's super cool. And uh, she's telling me she's like, so I, I'm, uh, I'm a tattoo artist. That's actually my job. And I was like, oh, I'd love to get a tattoo from you one day. She's like, well, what time are you leaving tomorrow? And I was like, oh, I got an early flight. She's like, because I would love to, I'd give, I'd give you a tattoo for free. I was like, next time in Pittsburgh, definitely. Uh, I'd love to, you know, hit you up. And then I got uh, taken down a notch because afterwards I'm telling Dan about this cute girl back there because she DM would me. She's like, hey, if you guys want to go get drinks after the show, me and my boyfriend are going here. <laughs> and then Seneca Stone, the host, who's this great guy. Very yeah, funny. great guy. He's Seneca's great dude. Guy. Really good dude. He's like, oh, yeah, she came up and asked for a picture with me, too. I was like, well, I'm completely deflated by that conversation now. (laughs) And then we started figuring it out. It was like, oh, yeah, this is totally her thing. She just goes and gets fucking and hits on stupid fatos. And (laughs) because we started looking through her Instagram, she's like a new tattooer. She's very Uh, new to the game. So I was like, oh, yeah, (laughs) she just gets fat guinea pigs. Who thinks she's hot to come fucking get their skin botched Who up? I think they have a chance at She chick. Can practice. Yeah. So we were like, ah, it makes a lot more sense now. <laughs>
1: the, uh, I actually uh, was away. I told you I opened up for my buddy, uh, Jason Kanner. Great. How'd that go? Uh, we went to Harrisburg Comedy Zone. Uh-huh. And uh, I've known the guys from the Comedy Zone for a while. And they're, they're great guys. But, man it really took me a long time to realize how much sometimes these places really don't give a shit about no. the comedy at a place. And this no. is now I'm sure the, the guys who run comedy zone. It's this guy, Joel, and, and this is the guy and, and they're nice guys. And, and, and and they, and they, and they, and I think they care about it for kind of, maybe, I don't know. When at this point, who knows, but the guy who owned this hotel, some Australian guy owns this hotel. And uh, Jason's like, Hey, he's a good guy. And we, we walk in and he, then he proceeds to tell us, he goes, we, he, Jason goes, how's business? And the guy goes, he goes, it's great, man. It's great. It's, it couldn't <laughs> be better right now. We're actually in the process of selling. And I go, <laughs> it's like, so business is great, but you're selling. Right. And then Jason's like, they kind of redid Cause last time I was at this place, the, apparently there was some kind of deal with sheets gas station that fell through. So they reopened it. This is like years oh, ago. I see- was there like, yeah, she so there was some deal that fell through. So I have stories with this place because I went it was like a murder hotel. That's the place where I walked up to the front <laughs> desk and the girl was on her own personal laptop and looks up and goes, yeah, what do you want? I'm like, I got to check in. I check in, and then I think I told you the story where she directs me to my room, and there was lights in the beginning. Like, yeah, I just gotta finish
0: this level of Minesweeper real quick, and then I'll get you. Yeah, that.
1: exactly. And then there's all these lights, and then the lights turn out, and she and and she like, which way do I go? That way, like down towards the dark hallway. And she goes, Yeah, yeah. And I felt like Lorraine Bracco and Goodfellas. No, no, no. Like, that, yeah, keep going, T- turn, like whatever. And <laughs> that's the place where there was like these film on the sheet on the um, the duvet oh. covers and all that, right? Whatever it is, and then. 10 minutes before showtime when I was headlining there like years ago, there was uh, right before there was like a brownout. There was like almost a blackout and I was praying for a blackout so I can get my car and drive home. It's like that bad. So Jason's like, no, it's way better now. Also, back then they had no front desk person after like, I don't know, 6 p.m. or something. There was nobody there, right? So Jason... The Twilight Zone rather than the fucking comedy zone. Exactly, exactly. Right? So Jason's like, no, it's better now. It's not. It's all the same shit. <laughs> our doors br- our door key cards broke. And Jason had to contact the Amazing. guy. And the guy got mad at us that he made us that we had to he had to come out and fix our doors. The, the owner was like, Christ. I don't know, I don't know what you guys are doing. Nothing to your broke fucking motel. Like you're yeah, you're selling yeah. it for a reason because obviously you're making no fucking money. It's like Jesus Christ. But when you pull up, it's literally the name of the restaurant, the name of the hotel, and then in between, I'm like an old uh, like dirty, like 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 half the size of the other two signs is the comedy zone, and there's sure. no mention of who's there on the on. They have like a whole giant video screen. They ha- they advertise wings and not the comedians for the comedy. There's a picture People, of wings. Yeah, put the marquee first. So it, you know what it is, man. It's like it really made me realize how much of a different mindset I'm in. Where like the first time I was there, I was like. Oh my god! This better go amazing. Uh, they're gonna freak out on me if I I don't do well. I'm like yeah, yeah. whatever it is. And the second time, I was like, you all don't give a shit. Right, you right, don't. Right. Nobody cares. But don't get me wrong. The shows actually, the first night uh, was lighter than the second. Uh, they weren't great, great, but they were fine. But I was way too drunk. I drank way too much before I went up <laughs> on stage. So I kind I apologized to Jason. I was like, I'm sorry that I did that. And then the second night went great. It was good. Whatever. That's but, nice. Yeah, oh, Harrisburg, good. PA, you know.
0: Ugh, I'm so over those fucking gigs. Uh just but at the same time you're like, "Well, I I would just want to get back out there," so you say yes to stuff like that.
1: That's exactly what I did, you know. And the, I, there was zero pressure. I was opening up for my buddy. I, you know, it's one of those yeah. kind of things where and you're hey, there's more pressure, but I you know, a place like this going forward, I'm like, I I never not that you don't want to don't get me wrong. The mindset isn't you want to do shitty but the mindset is, I'm not going to beat myself up, but it doesn't go as planned. You know what I'm saying? Right, like right, it's like right, that kind right, of thing. Right. So yeah, I think there's a lot of these kind of places, and I think, I think it's like a self When it comes to me, it's like a self-respect thing where I'm like, oh, I should just sure. you know, have have some self-worth and realize like that's eh, not the end of the world if it doesn't if I don't murder here in this murder yeah. hotel, you know.
0: Was the Australian owner guy like cursing at you in in like Australian slang? was he like, "Oh, this crikey, boogity, roll."
1: No, no, no. Yeah. He didn't. Even, he got like, uh, no. He was he was being uh, nice enough, but he just kept being like. At one point. Cause we needed cards again. Cause the card. All right. One of the things was my fault, but it was the middle of the day. <laughs> I, I forgot my key card in the room. So oh, you his, forget
0: my, it. You forget it. What you forget, you, you forget
1: it. Exactly. Most hotels are like, here you go. But right. because they had nobody at the front desk after like 3 PM that day, for no fucking reason, <laughs> I had to go <laughs> find Bankers. track. To, and also there was like a waitress there and I go, can you get the owner? I have to get new or somebody to get me new cards. She goes, yeah, I'll tell him. And I'm like, like now, can you do it now? Like I have to get into my room. You yeah. Know, this has to happen
0: f- pretty frequently, you know, exactly. like it's not
1: that rare an occurrence where exactly. Also, I think they didn't have many people staying there. So I had that one instance with my cards, but then the door broke. So, so we had to tell him whatever. So I overhear him telling Jason, he goes, is, is, is he not working or is the door not working? Like, And it's like, well, I also just gave him a New York accent out of nowhere, but said- <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I was doing there, but, um, and I'm like, fuck you, buddy. Your door, like me, forgetting a card, human error. And I'm also a guest. Secondly, it's like your door, yeah, you, you, your door thing should work. It shouldn't. It, there shouldn't be two doors not working next to each other. You know that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So uh, it really, it, it woke me up to a lot of stuff. Basically, what I'm trying to say. Are they? Yeah. Uh, is that the
0: kind of comedy club? Like it? It only it has a Facebook page as their website, and rather than like an actual URL. Uh no, but you they, can tell that, a lot about I've been in a lot of gigs where it's like it's like uh yeah, you know, the Gnipkinop.com comedy Club, and you go, it's just a Facebook page.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like find us on geocities.comedy club. <laughs> they uh no, but they did a couple of things they had is <laughs> that were kind of funny is they have all these paintings of all these, cla- these I'm uh looking these at the legendary- website right
0: now. The room looks the, okay inside the room's
1: a it's a big room. I don't get me wrong. The shows were fine. The shows were fine. The people were nice enough, whatever it was. But then they have all these faces painted of all these legendary comics behind you. So if so if all these people can be reminded they're not seeing Ronnie Dangerfield at this fucking random <laughs> Harris. Yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, they have this weird um like disco ball green laser light thing they play that they 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 press uh power on during the shows so that's yeah. distracting as well instead of just having it straight up but don't get me wrong the shows were were, were good the people were cool like everybody was really cool and yeah, it was yeah, fine yeah. but and the guy the guy the owner was nice overall but it was like buddy get your shit together or just sell this crikey you know crikey <laughs> so that was that <laughs> and that's now i realize club. i'm like I'm not going to. I'm not going to worry about that shit anymore. Pretty much, you know. What's the drive out there to Harrisburg these days? Actually, that's another thing. It's a long ass ride.
0: I was thinking it was a long drive.
1: It's a three hour drive. I forgot about that. Oof, uh, my dog. yeah, yeah. It's more, and it took us more than that because it was was raining when we went out there, so we got caught in a bit of a shitty, shitty uh, storm situation. Yeah, yeah. Not like sorry, pal. Oh, it's OK. Don't worry about me. I'll, I'll tell okay. you. I'll
0: tell you, Pennsylvania. A great place you can go. That is hands down. First class is Joel's Comedy Dome, which yours truly. That's right. The D.Y.M. podcast hosts. Sean Donnelly, Andy Fiore will be on next Thursday, June 24th. Co-headlining event. I looked ahead today on the weather. Obviously it could change, but we are looking at a nice night in the dome, baby. So come on out. That's good Pennsylvania comedy. Forget this Harrisburg towny bullshit.
1: <laughs> yes, check us out at Soul Jules. Uh Also, I'm at another Soul Joel gig. That's you can find it on my uh, my site and my my and my my Instagram and stuff like that. Uh, this Thursday, I, I'm in New Jersey. I just forget the name of the place, but hit me up. I'll let you know. <laughs> let you know Absolutely, and you can catch me also in New Jersey Saturday night.
0: It's the big hometown Mars Plinch show. Tiff's comedy the dojo of comedy in mars plains on saturday i have a great lineup i'm my pal and a local jersey resident bonnie mcfarlane uh added to the already outstanding lineup so it's going to be a great night of comedy and there's only a few tickets left so go to tiffscomedy.com and go to andyfiore.com i got a lot of dates coming in over the summer and it's going to be a fun fun time everybody's vaccinated everybody's feeling good it's time for comedy it's time for laughs
1: Time for laughs. Also, check out Andy's social media at Andy Fiore on Instagram and Twitter. And I am at Shawnee Time on both platforms as well. And the show. Check out the social media. Of the show, it's at the DYM podcast. That is at the DYM podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Check out both of those, message us, let us know that you love the show. Uh, send us the fan art of, of Andy on the old timey bicycle. Uh, I would <laughs> love to see that. I would, that would love be to see that amazing. Uh, and also, uh, check out both of the radio shows, right? Andy, what are they?
0: Absolutely. If you are a Sirius XM subscriber, go and uh, download Celebrate which is Wednesdays at 4 p.m. That is Sean Donnelly's show. Hilarious show. Talks. Uh, they celebrate one topic. A week. It's a genius idea. And then go 24 hours later, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Uh, my show is called The Raw Report. We interview comics, celebrities, actors, anybody. We have the great David Keckner this week. You know, champ kind. How can you, you know? Oh,
1: my God. Great guy. great guy. And he
0: was on a roll, too. He was just on a tear from start to finish. And if you're not a Serious X subscriber, I don't know what the hell you're doing because they always have. Uh, giveaways and free subscribe event now so you can really get it for dirt cheap and i guarantee once you do you're going to be hooked i can't live without it now even if uh, it didn't work there (laughs) so uh, uh, that's going to be sad when they eventually fire me for not doing all the work they just promoted me to i'm going to be like (laughs) can i still have my subscription
1: Also, anybody, if you'd like to check in on how Andy's new promotions going, just message him and say, "Are you have you done your work yet?" <laughs> Everybody, <Yes, laughs> start, exactly. start getting, start uh, getting DMs. Go. I'll get to it. <laughs> Stop. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Also, thank you to will, the uh, laugh button. laugh. I will. Uh, the the laugh button. Thank you so much for all your help, as well as Buster Palm himself, our oh, pal Michael Suarez, and that is you at- this week. At Mike V. Suarez on Instagram and Twitter. Right, Mike? Yes, sir.
0: Austin, awesome. hey, are you in this great country of ours? What's that? Are you in New York again? Are you in Texas? Nobody can keep track uh, I, of you. <laughs> I'm in New York right now. I'm
1: in the seller studio.
0: Beautiful. All
1: right. Very nice. Uh, yeah, we we'll you be in so the studio much. soon, I think. Yes, we will. We definitely will. And thank you guys for listening. And uh, we really appreciate it. And we will talk to you next week. Bye, Love you everybody. Guys. Bye.